Welcome back to Orphan Black, the next chapter after show after Buzz TV. I hope you guys had a great Thanksgiving. We're so excited to be talking about this episode. Helena is back in full force, baby. And we have the clones and the Sestras and the cousins all separated on different sides of the spectrum. A lot to break down. Stay tuned. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz What's up, Clone Club? Welcome back. I hope you feasted your little clone hearts away. I'm so excited to be breaking down Chapter 9 with you all. What a great, great episode. So much. We have all more characters than ever uh, playing ever. a role in one episode. So it's so exciting. Before we get into it, I'm Seth Sabra, orphan fan, mega fan from the beginning. Orphan oh, Black. I said orphan fan. Yeah. Orphan black <laughs> mega fan. I bet you do love orphans. Yeah, I do. I, I bet you don't have anything oh gosh, against orphans. Yeah, I, I'm sure you loved Annie as I, a ger- child. Of course. So Miss Hannigan can go straight to hell. And to <laughs> my left, I'm joined by such an all-star panel. Matt Marr, he was on our original orphan black after Hello, show. Oh, hi. And he is just the best. You'll you'll hear his funny anecdotes about the show. I'm Happy to be here. <laughs> and Shiksha Maitani, she is a Tatiana Maslany super fan and Orphan Black fan as well. And we yes. just love this show. And it is episode nine, but for some reason, if you don't know what we're talking about, we are talking about the next chapter of Orphan Black brought to us by Serial Box. And Matt has more information on that. Yes, the story continues with the official ebook and audiobook. So you readers out there, if you're like Steph, you can read it too. Narrated by Emmy Award winner Tatiana. You can get the next chapter of Orphan Black by downloading the Serial Box app. Uh, It's a little bit.ly link, and that will be in the show notes. You can find that. New episodes drop every Thursday. Now, this might be a good time. We can find out if maybe somebody in the chat come at us if you know. We know we originally thought there was only going to be 10 episodes, but so I don't know if they're taking a break. And then starting more episodes, but we, we've heard rumblings that there's going to be more episodes after this. What I'm saying to you out there is we don't fully know, but we are going to be back for episode 10. We will find out. And so next week, we'll have some little news to share with you with that. Yeah. Shout out Serial Box. We love you. We yes, do. And they have a lot of other really cool shows that they've been launching. Mm-hmm. So just ch- take a look at their website. So much fun stuff. And we have fun stuff, too. We're going to be breaking down the episode per usual, kind of where the clones, uh, the Sestras are at. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is an episode where there's very different storylines going on between the groups that we... Um, that are involved in this episode. And then we will do our special segment. Yes. Oh, clone, clone you, you did it. it. This is our <laughs> OMG moment of the episode. So we employ you all watching and listening at home to tell us your oh, clone you didn't moment. That's the OMG jaw dropping to the floor or just like the moment that made you be like, I love this show. And then we'll wrap it up with some predictions. But what were your overall thoughts of chapter nine, Matt? I, I, you know, I was, we were talking before, uh, you were talking about like, I think, I think it's my favorite episode. I don't know. I really liked episode three, but this ranks like, this is up there. This to me was the first episode more than anything where I was like, I thought I want to see the TV show episode of this episode. It was very visual. And even the way it cut back and forth to different people's perspectives was so uh, TV to me. 
Yeah, I loved this episode too. We got so many more characters in this one, and it was just fun to see them interact with each other. Oh, yeah. Um, obviously, we had more Helena this week, so I loved that. Um, and even just having Felix in it, and you know, kind of as a throwback. To the show that we all love, so yeah, yes. I enjoyed it. It's good combos, you're right. Felix mm-hmm. and Helena are, are my favorite characters. Yeah, so Wonderful. most entertaining. So to have them both is amazing. Yes, but <laughs> like you were saying, Matt, I agree. This episode was re- especially that dream sequence that yeah. we got with Charlotte. Mm-hmm. I I was totally in it. That would have been so great. So to great. See that. There were so many episodes where, and just shout out to the writers, Michelle Baker and EC Myers. We've had EC Eugene Myers. Oh yeah. Skype into the show. Shout out, you guys. Great job of just... Holla, Eugene! Yeah, making this world so visible, even though it's audiobooks. Yeah. So let's dive right into our first group, where I think let's... Let's first attack the Dana, Vivi, Felix, Helena, and the team, because last episode we... Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline left off we knew that some of them were going to team up to um get kira and emily um so that was a great opening scene there was so much tension Mm -hmm. and where we didn't know who was meeting them in the snowmobile but it ends up being our our friendly people but i i want to talk about the the connection that's instantly seen by everyone between emily and kira and kind of the reunion of it all (laughs) i mean y'all been there right Yes. I mean, we have all, because it's so, look, Kira is young, and she's thinking, like, nope, like, nobody gets that, like, Em and I are hot for each other, like, it's so underground, but we have all been there, where we're just, like, I, I've been there, where I think some guy I'm crushing on, it's totally, and then everybody's like, you want to get in his pants, and I'm like, how do you know that, you know what I mean, when you're scandalized? <laughs> So I, I I don't know. I just I love that the what I loved about that is that here is probably this is the most action packed episode because really everything's mm-hmm. kind of coming to a head. Like we're getting you know uh, Kurtzman's like you know that evil villain talking about his diabolical plan. It's like that episode. Yet in the midst of it, we have what I love about Orphan Black and the show has always had this could be the most dramatic moment and they bring in this bit of humanity. That just makes you feel connected to the situation in these characters, mm-hmm. um, and then again, what a great, what a great way for Helena to like just call it out. <laughs> Hello, yeah. Snowflake. Yes. Snow oh angels. my God, that was so true to her character too. When Helena called them out, and Felix was like, "We talked about this." <laughs> <laughs> that was great. Yeah, that was. I laughed a lot. I think that was one of my favorite moments this episode because it again just threw it. Gave it was like a throwback to the uh, show we all love. But I, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Go ahead. But I have a question when you're done. Oh no, go ahead. Well, my question is for both of you because I thought about this when I was listening. I was like, oh, I'm gonna ask the ladies. So when Helena says like she says, uh, you uh, know, she's like more than friends, and and the Felix says something. She's like, well, that was not my first. Yeah. Thing. What do you think her first? thought was because we don't know i've been thinking about this Uh uh-huh what's time to spill it i don't i i think it maybe it was just 
I don't know, more explicit. Like, you guys are for sure dating. Yeah. But uh, she went for the second. So you think it was about them? Yeah. Yeah. You think so? What do you think, Shiksha? I think it was about them, but it was more explicit. And this was like like the more PG. Yeah, this is the more PG thing that she could say. Okay. So, you know, because Elena's crazy. You'd never know. I think it was about Vivi. That's what I think. I mean, we find out later, but I yeah, think let's first talk thought, about that. The, the about tension Vivi. between Vivi and Helena, which we see throughout the episode, get eases a bit when they yeah. have a mutual respect for one another. Because Helena, if you're a trained CIA operative mm-hmm. and you see Helena, the most <laughs> gritty, su- close to psychopathic, mm-hmm. without me actually mm-hmm. being a psychologist <laughs> and um, <laughs> claiming that she's something person alive, and yeah. she just. Yeah. She No, I am a psychologist. Oh, so, she's like she's <laughs> she's batshit crazy, yeah. y'all. That's my clinical opinion. And I love her for it. So <laughs> I would totally see them butting heads, but at the end of the day, it is hard when you look exactly alike to not have some sort of yeah. just underlying empathy towards one another. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I honestly wish we could have gotten some more of their car ride together and that build-up tension between them, just because I think it would have been funny, but... Mm. I think um, if it was a TV show, we would have We would have that. seen yeah. it, yeah. And so I think, for me, I was just imagining what that would have been like on the TV show. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, they're just such opposites. But Helena should know how to handle Vivi, because she is so much like Sarah that... She is. Right? So you would think that she could kind of handle it, but obviously she's been away for a while, and... Is getting irritated by Vivi and her. Yeah. Of and I love that Vivi, I don't get it. Like, a normal person would be like, hey, like, I'm a CIA operative. Like, I got this. Let me handle this. Yeah. And so, like, Vivi is all like, step down, Helena. I'm going to, we're going to follow my plan. We've got this under control. And literally, see what I wrote when I listened to that on my iPad? I literally wrote, bitch, you don't know. You don't know. Because, like, you don't know. You don't get Elena. <laughs> and I thought, and I saw that, and I literally went, oh, this is going to come back, and it's going to be amazing, which, spoiler alert, it did. We'll get yeah. to that later. So, yeah. I, I, but... Thank you, because I thought I would mean it was like Vivi is crazy, but then I was, but y'all make a good point. In the real world, I would be like, let's listen to the CIA operative. I know, but Helena is the get shit done yeah. operative. Yeah. She, yeah. Yeah. It's not legal and <laughs> yeah. it's not pretty, but she, but she will handle business. Gets it done. It's yeah, exactly. But Vivi is such an interesting character, and I hope we continue to explore her. And we talked a little bit about this last episode, especially when she has that realization of these lives that each of the clones have had and how full they are and how human they are. And she, her entire childhood was essentially erased and doesn't really understand mm-hmm. herself and her upbringing and but i i said last week and i feel the same way when i heard dana talking or even the relationship between vivi and helena is that she has so much more in common with them than they think all of them yeah. just mm-hmm. found each other eight years ago before mm-hmm. that most of their lives were very confusing and very messed up mm-hmm. so i think it would really help her but we're getting the very surface level because they're dealing with droids, mosquito droids, which I think I am under the weather. I think some have stung me, actually. (laughs) That's it. That's it. Maybe that's it. Well, I also think, you know, as you, when we first started this, I think I even said this. I was like, oh, Vivi is such a Sarah character. But they really have, like, 
yes, there's aspects of Sarah, but they've really done a good job of writing where she is, she is a little Helena. Like, she's a little Helena. She's a mm. little Sarah. Like, she's not, they're not making copies. Like, they really have no. done a good job yeah. of making, and even like with Dana, like making these clones that are, there are already were so many. So you're like, how do you create someone with such a distinct personality that we actually get to see that in 10 episodes and don't feel like you're just, you know, like making the second generation of the same type of, Characters. Yeah, I completely agree. So, mad respect. Especially what I, I was thinking that when Helena was talking, I'm, I all I can think of is these are such full body individual characters. That was said way better than I said it. Yes, that's exactly what I wanted to say. <laughs> I love you. Let's talk about Dana, though. Because Dana gave us some insight into herself and Vivi at the same time by saying, I know, ev- like, Vivi was my, my homie, mm-hmm. my cousin for oh, yeah. forever, mm-hmm. and she doesn't remember me. And I'm like, how do you... Th- you really think she just doesn't remember yeah. you? At what age were you split up? I would be like, she obviously had something done to her. Or something. I feel, that's what I, I would thought so too. I was like, you know, I'm pretty forgetful, but I would remember being <laughs> raised with people. Yeah. Right? Do you think something well, was done? Well, Vivi does kind of remember, but not fully. No, she thinks they were imaginary. Imaginary, but but that's just because her parents, like, um, they they can. I don't even know. But how I'm to saying say it. Like she was like but maybe she was brainwashed. Well, yeah, Dana remembers. Dana, they've always remembered Vivi. I know it's just weird for Dana to give her the excuse of maybe she uh, that she forgot. But yeah. if you're not, I feel because we know how crazy their lives are. We're like, of course, I jump to the worst conclusion, not the best that she forgot. Mm-hmm. It's obviously the mm-hmm. worst that her parents made up a whole. Well, story. they manipulated her, right? The the parents manipulated her. So, and we don't really know why yet or how that happened. And I'm kind of hoping we get to know. Mm-hmm. You know, especially if next episode is the last for a while. Mm-hmm. I want to we'll, know. We'll find out. Yeah, yeah we'll find out. I want to know. You know what her deal is and why she was separated. I think we'll find out. Well, and then, you know, we, you know, this is spoiler alert, but then I kind of didn't, when this, the episode ended, I thought, wait, the episode, like, they got the bad guy, the episode's kind of like, surely the episode's not going to end just chill, and, you know, kind of everything wrapped up in a bow, and then, of course, Vivi bolts at the end. I know. Let's, Mm. let, why don't we break down their whole storyline, this group, because we're already on it, and there's only a little bit more of it, which was the meat of the episode, I would say, but their whole goose hunt of people being in Nazwina, like, Nazwina. I kept no. rewinding it. Now the village, the village, the village under the village. attack. Because <laughs> I should read the book and yeah, find out. Um, <laughs> and I love the opening where we kind of have. I, I feel like they summarized what happened last episode in three sentences. The world knows about the clone. Scientists try to wipe out Nazwegan to test their their weapon, and so Terra is dead, and that's haunting Kira and M still. So we got a little bit of a callback to that. So we know that they're there on the ground to test this weapon. And mm-hmm. and our our pals are trying to stop it, and it mm-hmm. brings about even more chemistry bonding between Kira and M. Mm-hmm. So, what do you think about that whole buildup? We have Helena and uh, Vivi on one end fighting the helicopter people, and then we have uh, M M Kira and Dana, Dana on Dana. the other side. Mm-hmm. What do you guys think of those those two scenes going on? Um, I 
thought it was cute to see Em and Kara like work together. I mean, yeah. uh, I liked the comparison to Delphine and Cosima. Um, I yeah. think they compared them for a minute, right? In the episode. Oh, yes. Uh, yes, they did. Yeah, yes, that they was did. so cute. I like so that. So cute. Because yeah. it's true. We've seen Cosima and Delphine work well together in, you know. Really well. Yeah, crisis moments. And now we're seeing Em and Kira, and I mm-hmm. think that's just amazing. They are so that. badass yeah. together. She's they like, well, we should do this. And then that. And then yeah. that. And I was like, how old are you? What have I done yeah. with my life? I mean, I was eating Doritos and playing video games when I was their age. Yeah. You know what I mean? And they're solving droid problems. I know, right? Hashtag no goals. <laughs> that was me. But, yeah, so I liked I liked the way that they handled this whole storyline, um, mm-hmm. having it split up. I liked um, even having Dana pair up with Kira and M. It just kind of gave her more you know, importance to the story almost. Mm-hmm. Um, and I especially loved Helena chasing Greg around in the snow. That was so, that was so good. That whole was dialogue awesome. in her head when she's just thinking to herself, what an idiot. I've led him in circles and he thinks he's leading this chase. Yeah. <laughs> legal, legal worm. That is what, that is probably one of my favorite things about this is that Um, it's especially when we've been inside Rachel and we've been inside Helena's head because we never know what's in their head. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Helena doesn't talk a lot. So we Mm -hmm. just kind of get this. So I love that we're getting their thoughts. I love that. I agree. The narration of what they're doing is so amazing. Mm -hmm. And we'll we'll probably hit Art and Jason. Jayasura? Yeah, I just call it Jay. Oh, but also too that we found out that like, She's talking about her sons, and they were in the Yukon, and they're, like, finding food each night. I was like, oh, I want to meet the boys. (laughs) They do. And I forgot that it's Art and Donnie. Like, I I was just like, oh. That was a cool moment for me, too, because I forgot the kids' names. Yeah. And then then she said it. Yeah. So cool. But I also love the dimension of Helena being, even though her, she was probably the most tortured out of everyone, and English is a second language, and family is a second co- language as well to her. She doesn't understand. But when Vivi's trying to talk to her, she's like, we're, we're f- family regardless. Yeah. Sorry yes. to say. <laughs> yeah. Sorry to tell you. So it and kind she's of, like, and I take care of my family, bitch. Yes, yeah. she does. <laughs> so she's don't awesome. come into my house, because I'll burn <laughs> you down. She will. She's done it before. She's done it before. <laughs> But that leads us to the end of this scene where they kind of all end up colliding in the same space with the village people. Mm-hmm. Felix is Not over here. Not the band. The actual village people <laughs> yeah, of yeah. the village. Yes. Sorry. Yes. Up, gay joke. Um, <laughs> all right. Felix is in natural Felix form, fly swatting things, doing an oh ice skating God, figure yes. dance. But he's trying to tell... <laughs> oh, my goodness. Sorry, people in the podcast. Amazing. Just put, just, just put a picture of the village people. Um, <laughs> I wanted to say, and I feel like I can say this because I'm a pretty flamboyant gay man, and so is Felix. Um, but I wanted to see this on TV, too, because, y'all, when gay men get scared by bugs, it's one of the funniest things ever. Because we're just like, <laughs> And so I can imagine him with, like, a little, like, 
basically this sparkly electric thing. Just I just thought I bet that was so be so amazing. To so see. amazing. Yes. But such a scary concept scary. that they're yeah. they're sending out this disease via mosquitoes mm-hmm. and trying to explain that to a group of people without being the crazy one. He had to would, wake everybody up. Yeah, what do you think they thought? Like when he's like running around and they're like, What the hell? And they had an issue with Canadians, right? As well. Yeah. What do you what would you guys do if you were woken up in the middle of the night like that? And someone said that I believe them. I'm like <laughs> You would? Things are crazy right now, you know? Jim and, and, and this day and age, I would. I'd be like, uh-oh, oh, Cheeto Man's it. coming for me. Yeah. And I would be scared. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Yeah. Things are scary You right never now. know. Yeah. I think if someone earnestly woke, an enti- if we were a village and woke an entire village up, and at the same time there was these creepy mosquitoes flying around, I mean, I'd pay some mind. I mean, yeah, okay. well, I mean, we're basically like, Look, we're not on good terms with Russia. We're not. <laughs> did y'all see the opening Olympics when the Olympics were in China? Those were incredible. When I saw the opening Olympics, I turned to my roommate at the time and I said, they could kill us in their, our sleep and we would never know. They had people floating in the air. It was gorgeous. Like we did China. <laughs> Way too like, advanced for us. Yeah, that's how pool. you judge advanced civilizations on how their Olympic openings. Like we'll we see just, how we yeah, do I in know, right? what, 2024? I know. I we would just so. have like Sting yeah. Sing or somebody like that and that would be fine but it's not like what they did. Yeah, we're going to have Beyonce and then they're going to say this great. is It's great. But it's all, she is the best we have. I'll be Beyonce being levitated in the air mm-hmm. with like robotic children flying around her to compete with China. Yeah. So yes, I, um, drones are real. Can I just say that I was really upset when um, they were more concerned with the clones instead of the little thing, mosquitoes that are going to kill them. That's humans. Oh my god. I was like, you guys get over it already. We you know? are more scared of people who share ninety nine point nine 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 percent DNA with us than uh, drones. That's that's so <laughs> dumb. I am not, but, but on the whole. Yeah, but- when people act through fear, which is exactly what a lot of abusive governments want to do is instill yeah. fear in people. Mm-hmm. It is so easy to point targets at people because mm-hmm. we're easy mm-hmm. to fall for. Because these people are already, they already have this problem with their salmon. Like, they already are on guard. They already don't trust people. Yeah. So if the thing that you can, the best thing someone that wants to organize people through fear is give someone a name and a face for them to either, that's either going to be a savior that I'm going to take all this away from you or to point your, to literally point this is where the fear is being, this person is causing the fear. Exactly. I love how when they were trying to explain to the people that there's nothing to worry about, the clones Helena comes in. Yeah. yeah. With blood on her face. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> Which, hashtag so Helena. So, yeah, Helena. so Helena. So Helena. <laughs> so we kind of wrap up there where the women end up on top, mm-hmm. but Vivi runs. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know yeah. where she went. What the hell is she doing? I don't know. Um, I don't know. Can I also say, too, especially in this, I feel like in this uh, segment, props to the sound editor and sound mixers. or Whoever oh, the does snow feed. the Foley, that's, yeah. I guess what that's called, Foley, the, the sound effects. But, yeah, it just was such a good visual, like mm. the sound of the hitting and, like, there were some gunshots. And then I laughed because I thought, oh, somebody probably was just in a booth just screaming, going, ah! 
Because we heard the, you know, the people screaming mm-hmm. in the town. But it was, uh, I think that's why it was so visual to me. Yeah, the sounds in this podcast are just killing. Really walking, good. Yeah, so it was good. so great. I know that's yeah. why I, me and Chick Show, we listened to it in the car, and mm-hmm. I'm glad I did because I felt like I was immersed in yes. in a different world. But then it was yeah. really hard for me to take notes. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, I focus more when I'm in the car, though. Yeah, because if me I'm too. at home, yeah. you got something going on. You're looking at your Instagram or whatever. Well, this isn't something you can listen to with even one headphone because you no. have sounds coming from. Yeah, both. it's stereo. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. If you are listening with one headphone, you're missing out. You're missing out, girl. <laughs> yeah. Missing out. So. No. So we kind of, we leave off there and let's switch gears to the, there's so many characters left, Mm -hmm. but we can really quickly Mm -hmm. touch on. That was the big chunk. That was the big thing. A lot of action, which I loved and missed because so much of Orphan Black, the original series was action based. Mm -hmm. So, uh, J.S. era and Art. Oh, gosh. Another heating up point. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. They have so much tension and they have so much in common. And it's interesting because a life in law enforcement, which they talked about, I can't relate to. My parents are in law, so I, I get that pressure. But law enforcement's different when you're putting your body on the line like that. And then mm-hmm. also when you get involved with government like Art has, I can't mm-hmm. imagine the pressure that they both feel. So it is kind of nice and it makes sense that their characters confide in one another. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like them together. Um, initially, obviously, I wasn't sure if I liked or trusted Jayasura. Which Art questioned, and I yeah. liked that. I, it took me yeah. a while. It took me yeah. a while, too. But now I'm liking her because me too. She, I think she's good. I think her, you know, what she's doing is for good, and she wants to help the clones out. And she even had that moment when she was talking to Davis where she um, said, okay, who do I trust more, Vivi or Davis? And she said to herself, I trust Vivi Mm -hmm. more, which was kind of cool, because now she's sort of siding with the clones. Yeah. Yeah, I like... Little by little. I like her, too. I like that I feel like the difference of her and Vivi, speaking of, thank you for that segue, um, (laughs) but I think Vivi, Vivi is super competent and she's like such a little such a warrior but also there's this feeling of there's a fragile ego there and there's a feeling of i think she doesn't feel like either she's enough or she feels lost in her own identity so i think so that air of both that bravado that she has and kind of like the strut i think a little of that is fake she's putting on airs which is sometimes what sarah does almost like don't come for me. I'm I'm going to make you scared of me first. Mm-hmm. Whereas Jessica, I mean, she's just like, like I love the line when she was like, "I'm good at my job, and I know I'm good at my job." And mm-hmm. Art was like, "You are." I need that confidence. She just like owns who she is. She has the experience. I feel like it's it was it's just a, a it's it's just a nice feeling also to see that in a woman that they're just. Yeah, this is who I am, and I know what the hell I'm doing, so just get out of the way and let me do it. I agree, and I I love the internal monologue she has about art, because I think it confirms some of that idea, is that art throughout his entire character arc has never partnered with women and looked at them as women who can do the job. He just looks at them as people who can do the job. And I think that's a really important factor. One that I wish all men took into the workplace. (laughs) 
working on it's, it. We're working on it. <laughs> but yeah, and I think that part of her saying that outwardly is what we all have to do as women, especially mm-hmm. in that type of workplace when it's physical. You really have to be like puffing out your chest a little oh, yeah. bit more mm-hmm. and and showing that you belong there. But I and when she was talking about how sensitive he is, but also how kind of masculine he is in that protective sense. Mm-hmm. But it also proves that there's a way to be quote unquote masculine, have masculine traits, and not mm. be a toxic dick. Yeah, yes. I love that. <laughs> yeah. I love that you said that. It's yeah. true. No, I think there's this. I, I feel like we're starting to do this a little bit as society, but they do a great job of showing this on the show that to be quote unquote soft and feminine is actually and 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 be so confident of yourself as a woman is strength. Like, you don't have to be a quote-unquote bitch to be a strong woman. And so we're seeing that in these women. Because, mm. you know, Jay's not, she's not being a dick about this. She's just very calm and, like, self She's like, I know what I'm doing. Like, but, and, you mm-hmm. know, if this was written 10 years ago, you know what I mean? She probably would have been, like, a total dick to him and just been horrible, you know, and, and you're like, overcompens- oh, yeah. overcompens- so we don't get mm-hmm. that. And then in the men, I feel like in the men that are kind of like art, we see that you can be, it's like when people would say like to me, they're like, oh, you want to have children one day. You have a maternal instinct. I'm like, no, I have a paternal instinct mm-hmm. because men can want to have children. And I feel like mm-hmm. he is such that, uh, He's like a new age man. Yeah, and it's it, it's such a great point. It's so crazy the labels that we put on people and then mm-hmm. place it into how gender should or gen, like the yeah. gender roles, and that's why it's all. And that he's a black yes. man on top of this. That's 100%. like a whole other yeah. cool whole other thing. layer. A man of, of color yeah. who's like a great father <laughs> yeah. who like yeah. isn't you know doesn't get. Uh, isn't just labeled as an angry black man. Yeah. Like, that's mm-hmm. wonderful. They do such a good job of making humans humans in this show. Mm-hmm. and But it leads to really bad things for art. Yeah. They have a... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, they have, like, a shootout, essentially, almost with... With uh, who Davis. was Davis. Davis. Davis? Davis, but Davis has backup, and now Art is screwed, and he's trying to make this deal. Uh, Davis is trying to make this deal that he needs Vivi, which mm-hmm. I get from his side, but yeah. no, we're not selling out any clones or sisters. Yeah, no, and I that's what I was saying is that I like that she now is siding with Vivi and the clones mm-hmm. and is not willing to give up any information. I liked her little joke where, like, where he's saying, you know, where are all the clones? And mm-hmm. she says, well, just follow the reporters and the news vans. I mean, you know, I thought that was funny. But um, And Davis is the one who was used to be in, who was had the wife in Boston? Or is yeah, that, yeah, he's the okay. CIA. Yeah, okay, yeah, I just want to make sure I got it right. Yeah. Of that division, right? The one o- yeah. overseeing those clones and stuff. Um, Mega dick. Yeah. Who kind of literally is the opposite. If we remember how like he would think about his wife and the kind of stuff he would say. Yeah. He's such a misogynist. Yeah. I really hate him. So we'll see what happens with that. But I mean, Casino was taken and she's got out. Yeah, she got out. out. Yeah, but what they want in exchange is the bioweapon. So what are they going to do? You know, what is Mm -hmm. she going to do? Is she going to take it to the clones or is it. If I'm anyone. In this show, okay. I'm pulling Helena everywhere I go. Yes. Oh. 
For sure. You are not losing if Helena. Helena is the Bring LeBron Helena, yeah. of, of Orphan Black. I love that. I, I even get that sports reference. <laughs> None. I don't think any of us watch sports. Well, then. my boyfriend loves LeBron oh. and watch it, so that's why. I, I respect it. <laughs> okay, so let's close out with our last set of family members. We have Charlotte, who mm-hmm. is getting back her health after yeah. a, quite a scare. And she admits to Sarah, Kasima, and Delphine that it was her and Kira who outed the entire family. I knew it. Mm-hmm. I just we oh, knew we it. already knew that. Yeah. This was actually my favorite scene in the whole thing. Really? Shockingly enough, yeah. Talk yeah. about it. Well, no, I liked it. Well, I'm sorry. Were you in the middle of something? I don't want to. No, go okay. ahead. Okay. I, I liked it that it was kind of all, except for Helena, but it was all the OG clones. So, and like Delphine. So it was kind of minus like. Minus Helena. I know I said uh, minus oh, yeah. Helena. But it was Allison. It was like oh, Sarah, yeah, and Allison. That's Kasima, the OG. And Allison. Yeah. Sarah, Kasima. That's they're like started the first it. three. Yeah. That, That's true. And so I love that, like, they're in this uh, uh, conversation with Charlotte. I Helena mean, took, like, three seasons. Yeah, because yeah. remember, Helena wanted to kill them. All of them. Yeah, okay, you're killed right. Killed their birth yeah, mom. Yeah. I just love her so much, I forget. That poor woman. Yeah, yeah she killed the birth mom. Yeah, that was. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Okay, so we don't speak on old Helena. We, yeah. we went in. Yeah, she, it's different. She's at <laughs> a higher place. She's at a higher place. Yeah, she's better now, okay? <laughs> no, bygones are bygones. But it, so I love that there was this, because really it was such a good bookmark in that these three women that decided together to fight together to keep this a secret are hearing this from Charlotte. So, mm-hmm. um, and I, I loved that, you know, we didn't really know the reasoning. But I love that Charlotte was brought a good brought a good rationale, and then I mean y'all can talk about that more too. I don't want to take all of that, but I just want to say again, I loved that it was a it was a, such an adult conversation, and I, again, I think women do this often better than men. Where True. I love the line where Kasima, well, y'all are the better species. It's totally <laughs> official. Um, totally official. official. Sorry, <laughs> they are y'all, um, but. Uh, the fact of like it was a line that Kasima said when she said, uh, she basically said, "I'm, I'm really angry at you, but I also love you, and I want to listen to you." And mm-hmm. I think that in this society, we forget to hold both things when we're upset with people. And that's beautiful. I mean, that's been such a good thing for me in my own personal relationship with my partner of like me saying, "I'm angry and I love you. I'm not going anywhere, but I am pissed off." Mm-hmm. And I thought it was such a beautiful balance in that. And we see, like, of course, out of all of them, Allison is the one, like, holding a peanut butter knife in rage. I don't know. <laughs> That's why I love that scene. But yeah. Yeah. what about y'all? Um, okay. So I love that you said that you brought to our attention that it was the OGs and um, they were the ones who kept the secret. And now they're being told that why it was revealed. So I think that that's really symbolic and kind of cool when you say it like that. Um, and I also agree that... Uh, Regarding what Cosima said, is ni- it was a nice way to handle the situation, but I was really not okay with Charlotte's reasoning and mm. and why she did what she did, um, just because she wasn't being heard. To take that decision to go completely public, she's affecting hundreds of people's lives mm-hmm. just because. I mean, how many kids feel that way about their parents? You know, it's not anything new. You sit down and you try to be heard. You try to have a conversation. There are other ways to handle it, but to go public with such a big secret that's now putting in life in danger. And not consult danger, any of them. 
Yeah, they didn't consult like, anybody at all. They blind. just did it. They've been asking them to go public. And they refused for yeah. their own reasons. I don't disagree with you, your thoughts. I, I think that yeah, they think. Ha- they weren't listening to them. Yeah. They didn't give them the honest... I think even for Allison's perspective, I have kids who aren't, and mm-hmm. and they'll never really understand, and I would appre- have appreciated, I'm sure she would have appreciated them to have been out of the house before they have to deal with this. With that being said, I see both sides. I do think it was kids making kids mistakes. It was, yeah, exactly. It was a little, yeah, imma- it was immature, in my opinion. Yeah, which is, that's so true, and... You just when your life is this, you're the immature mistakes. You know, it's like it's like when you're Justin Bieber, the mistakes you make mm-hmm. are bigger mistakes because you're having this type of life that's I guess. not like. Yeah. No, I'm I'm not. I'm actually supporting what you're saying. Like yeah, 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 no, she I, made a mistake, yeah. but it's such a big mistake. But I don't know if I'm going to call it a mistake because if we think about the people at play right now, Davis and Sturge, everyone that's been involved, Mm -hmm. we are messing with really high powers. And if they aren't known to the world as clones, no one would care about these women's disappearances. That's true. That's true. But they've they've dealt with so much other crap in the past. So now to go public, that was a decision that had to be made as a whole because it affects so many people so for them you parents are always telling their kids you know you don't understand i can't just you just have to trust me this is for what's best for you and that's exactly what was happening here that they didn't explain their reasoning but they mm-hmm. just said no we know what's best and this is too dangerous but they were just being immature teenagers and they decided to go public anyway mm-hmm. and now look what's happening so you're in danger no matter which side you're on. Yeah. So mm-hmm. now they're in danger for different reasons, but still, um, to be blindsided like that. And um, luckily, Sarah didn't go after Rachel, but she thought it was Rachel who had done it. So that could have created more problems. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think it was, I didn't like her reasoning. I think that, yes, they should have continued to show Charlotte that they do love her and they're not going to turn their backs on her. But she needs to be punished or something, you know, like disciplined. Because what's to stop her from doing something that big in the future? I don't know if she needs to be punished because I think she's getting it. I think what it, she's experienced now she with got all a of disease. them. That's true, too. That's true, too. I was just... <laughs> That's not right. That's not right. I guess you're right. But, like, I don't know. I was just upset with with the way the kids handled it. And, yeah. Yeah. And even the like accepting nature fair. of the adults. It was just I understand being accepting, but also there should have I don't but know. The kids it was defense, lacking something. Kids learn for the most part. I mean there are social media, but kids learn through the modeling of their caretakers of who raises them. Mm-hmm. And so here they have caretakers, their their moms, their aunts, who guess what? aren't listening to them at all, that are just doing what they want to do. Mm-hmm. So, it, so yes, I think she did that as a response, but also she did that because she's been taught, well, you just do what you think is the right thing without consulting other people. Because that's kind of what they've mm-hmm. been doing. So it's just, And so what hopefully in this conversation they modeled a little bit more of, hey, I'm listening to you. I'm trying to understand you. Because the, the surprise of me of the whole scene was how quickly Sarah turned around. Like when yeah. Sarah like really sat down with her and I was like, 
okay, again, mm-hmm. like we think of Sarah as eight years ago, and this really is a Sarah who has grown. Mm-hmm. And I love that Sarah had this realization of crap. We have been doing this to you because that is what was done to me. What I did with mm-hmm. S, because S was horrible about this. Yes. Yeah, and then true. here now she's done that, and now Kira's doing the same thing to her. So I'm hoping yeah. maybe like it'll break open the cycle of it at least. I mean, yeah. do y'all think it's a good thing that it's public now or no? Yeah, I think it'll end up being a good thing in the you only do? way that saves them. Yeah, I'm torn. I don't know because I think in the long run maybe there's a the possibility that it'll be good, but. It could go either way, you mm-hmm. know. It could be really bad. Mm-hmm. They're always gonna have people after them. I don't know. It, I, I'm not sure. Well, we'll we'll just have to. We're see. gonna have to yeah, see. We'll have to in see. the meantime, <laughs> let's get into our special segment. Oh, oh clone, you did it! <laughs> Shiksha, you want to start us off? Okay. Um, I had two. The first one was. Helena with her sons teaching them survival tactics. I thought that was amazing. Um, And the other one was just Kira and Felix's reunion when she like slammed into him and hugged him. And that whole scene was just, I don't know, it's your jerker, you know? That was a good scene. Yeah, right? I loved it. I think mine would be, I mean, mine, I think mine has to be of just... It's almost not one scene. It's all just all Helena hearing the her. That's mine too. Hearing her chase the guy in the snow, but then when she comes out at the end, out of no, she's like the what is it, Revenant? Revenant? No, the Revenant. Yeah, Revenant. I feel like she's just like a mangled. And it's like blood. Everything about her is amazing. What she just (laughs) did, though, I literally fist pumped. I went, yes, in my car. So I love her. I I loved her. When she hopped out of the car, yeah. When she hopped out of the car and said, hello, snowflake. See, that was good. So I was just just sold from there. Even our producer, Jeff Graham, in the booth, he doesn't watch a show we're trying. He will watch it and he'll love it. We know. And then he'll listen to this audiobook. But he walked and he said, what do you say? So how's Elena? Like, Elena? He didn't even like, know, know, but she she kno- he knows that she's the I just the knew. Strong. The Helena energy was strong. <laughs> yes. was strong. People talk about BDE. We had BHE <laughs> in the <laughs> studio. Total BHE in the studio. Completely. Oh completely. It's all about Helena. It is all about her. <laughs> well, let's... Ra- oh, and... Look at that picture, A reminder, Helena's... Yeah, if you're listening to us, hello. Give us those five stars, but also you can check us out on YouTube because we just showed a great picture of Helena. Yeah. And if you're on YouTube, give us that like. Leave us a comment with your "Oh, clone, you did it" moment in the comments. We will respond to those. Yes, Mm -hmm. yes. So let's wrap this up with some predictions. All right, your After Buzz TV prediction. Oh, it's new. It's new. Matt, you want to hit us off? Um, My (laughs) prediction is. I'm trying to think about where Vivi went. So my prediction is. I think, I, I hope, I think we're going to get a Vivi and Helena, like, we're going to get a Vivi and Helena fight. Like, oh. a physical fight. What? Like, she's going to run Oh, off yeah, now that she Helena, ran away. And, like, maybe Helena's she'll come back around. Her by her I feel like, yeah, I feel like Helena's going to be like. But where is Vivi? We don't know, but I think when they find her, Helena's going <laughs> to. <laughs> That's what I think. Uh, I, I wouldn't complain because any scene with Helena. Um, okay, my predictions. I think Vivi. Uh, I don't know. Actually, I have no idea where she is. I 
don't have I have no idea either. I mean, she's still running. She's running, but they're in the village, and where would she go? Oh, wait. Is she going to get the weapon? Because remember she says, like, in four episodes ago, she said, like, the only way she knew how to keep herself safe was to be in control of the weapon. Oh. Remember when she's on the yeah. train and she yeah. sees her reflection? That's where she's going. Oh, my God. You got I it. Guess oh, so. yes. <laughs> um, and then where, what will uh, Jessera do about art? I think that she will go to the They're going to. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, She'll yeah, link she's up with Kasima and, uh, and Sarah. Yeah. And that, now she knows yeah. who they are and they trust yeah. each other. Because Sarah especially loves art. So I think once Sarah finds out, she's going to be it's like, game oh, over. It's game so over. what team is going to go after art? That oh. team. That team? Okay. Yeah, Sarah, Delphine, Kasima. That's what I think too. And yeah. Allison, maybe? Yes. 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 I want some Allison. It's going to be fun. I want, heck, I want, for, by the way, when they were describing Helena coming out and she was wearing fur, I went, oh, wait, it's Crystal here? Oh, yeah, we got a little bit of crystal. Also, maybe Rachel. Unfortunately, we Mm. do have to wrap. We do. But we will see you all back next week. In the meantime, Shiksha, where can everyone find you? You can find me on all social media platforms at I am Bolly Girl. That's B O L L Y Girl. Um, I'm on six after shows. I talk about Bollywood news, so go check it out. She has a really good Instagram, by the way. It's oh, very thank just, you. It's kind Wasn't of joyous it and your fun. Mood? Yes, <laughs> mine is just depressing. No, I'm kidding. No, you it's can, not. No, it's not. You can find me at the Matt Mar two T's two R's on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on Instagram and Twitter at Steph Sabra S A B R A W. Until next week, much love, Clone Club. I'm And me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. (laughs) The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.